What's up, gang? This is the third episode of Ball Talk. I'm here with my friend Joe, and a brief summary of what this podcast is going to be about. This podcast is going to be about Jets. We're going to talk about the Jets' schedule next year. Of course, we don't know the order which the games are. We know which games are home, which games are away. And we're also going to give out awards to players this season for the Jets. So, first, so Joe, what do you want to start off at? Well, um, the most important one, I guess, MVP. Alright, so, if we're going to talk about MVP, I'll say who I think is going to be MVP. Or who I would say is the MVP for this season for the Jets. My MVP is Brandon Marshall. This season, he had 109 receptions for the Jets, which is a career high. He had 1,502 yards, six six yards short of his high, which was in 2012 with the Bears, and he had 14 touchdowns, which was a career high. He broke many Jets records, and you could tell he was just a game changer. You could tell in that in that Patriots game, in the in the Giants game, he helped win us the game. He changed the momentum of the game, and he helped us out. Joe, who did you choose as your MVP? Well, my MVP was Brandon Marshall as well. And, you know, what, where would we be without Marshall? I mean, he, him and him, Decker and, you know, Fitzpatrick, they, were, they, they all had, like, some of the best seasons of their career. But, really, Brandon Marshall was just huge for us. And without him, we, we probably wouldn't be nearly close to 10 and 6. I mean, he was just huge for us the entire season. He never slowed down. He never had, you know, like... He was was, one of the most consistent players in the NFL. Yeah, and he had the most 100-yard games in the NFL and definitely deserved... He broke an an NFL record also. He's in the pro... Yes, so many NFL records broken, so many franchise records broken. He, He was just outstanding this season, and... That's why he's my MVP as well. And uh, should I go next? Yeah. So who did you have for bust of the year, if you will? My bust of the year? Um, this one's not very really a surprise, but it's Devin Smith. I, I know that he he got hurt and all, but like seriously, like when he wasn't hurt, he was just not producing at all. And um, That's a good point. You look at his stats, you know, he played 10 games. He had nine receptions, 28 yards, I mean, 115 yards, and 28 targets. So he was targeted 28 times, and he only had nine receptions. And his one touchdown. And, you know, he also had that huge mm-hmm. fumble against, against the, the Bills, Bills. Uh-huh. in Week 10 on uh, that kickoff, kickoff return. Yep. I was there. Not yeah, a good, not a good time. That play uh, probably ruined that. That was one of the well, huge. My boss of the year. You got a lot of people probably won't think about this, but my boss of the year is Stephen Ridley. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. was activated off the PUP list, but he had played eight games, and a, st- a statistic I found: he two games of those eight, he ended the game with negative rushing yards, and that is not a good statistic to have. He had this season. He had thirty-six rushing attempts and a total of ninety yards, which is only two point five yards per attempt, and that's not a good average for the NFL. Usually, it's around three and a half, four. Stephen Ridley, he he was on the Patriots. He used to play us two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen. He had his great, he had great seasons against us in the passing game, also. And this season, he just did not produce for the Jets in times of need against the Bills just now. 
Definitely. We did definitely. not. We did not have um Bilal Powell, and we needed him to step up, but he really did not. And yeah, also another thing that game, like I have no idea why we did not play um Ivory. Name? Yeah, that that's an Ivory in that game. That that was fifty eight yard rush, and then you just don't put him back in for. Very weird. Very weird. And um, I just want to add in for Stephen Ridley, he had four receptions, which is not a lot for what his potential no, holds up to. No, it's not. No, it's not. All, All right. So I'm going to – can I do the breakout player of the year? Is that fine? Yep, you can do it. Do My breakout know. player of the year, which is, I think, obvious, is Bilal Powell. He had yeah. 701 total yards across the offense. He had 313 rushing yards on 70 attempts. Which is great. That's huge. It really helped us out a lot of It's a huge downs. average, too. Yes. He had, and he had 388 receiving yards and 47 receptions. And his receptions destroyed other teams' defense. And that really, with him not being there for the Bills, really did not help us a lot. He had... What were you going to say? Anything? Um. Yeah. I mean, Bob Powell, he was huge. I mean... We really did miss him in the Bills game. I feel like if if he was in that game, we, we would have had a, a much better chance yeah. at winning that this game. This season, he had one rushing touchdown, two receiving touchdowns, and only 11 games played. And uh, you look at the play calling in that game. He, oh. He's a part of a lot uh-huh. of those plays. Those screens. Especially in the red zone. Those, the red yeah, zone. the red zone. Oh, my God. When he threw that interception mm-hmm. with Fitzpatrick intended for Decker, that, that, that play probably would have been to, you know, yep. screen 100%. pass to Bola Powell and dump off. And then been, he, he, yeah, he would have you know, fought for those yards. He has excellent vision. Mm-hmm. That's one of his things. And he's he's an, he's gotten faster over the years, which is actually very rare. Usually guys, as mm-hmm. they get older, they get slower, but mm-hmm. he's actually He's improved fast. a lot. Yeah. Who's your breakout player of the year? Well, I totally agree with Paul Powell, but my breakout player of the year was Calvin Pryor. Oh, and that's a good one. You look, you look at his stats. What he did this year compared to last year? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, last year he was, everybody thought he was a boss. You know, he didn't really do much. But you look at his stats, he had a total of, uh, he combined 69 tackles, total of 50 tackles, assisted tackles, 19. Mm-hmm. He had, he had. And as a safety, that's a lot. Yeah, and he had one forced fumble, two interceptions, and, um, those interceptions were returned for a and total of 47 yards. And you can tell this guy loves playing football. That he hit, loves it. That, he that hit on, what's his name? Uh, well, he had one oh, great yeah. hit on Odell. Oh, yeah. and that against Miami. Great one against Miami. And then against. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that, was, that was brutal. Uh-huh. The guy loves playing and football. He ran 30 yards and started celebrating after that hit. Just having fun. Yeah, I love Calvin Pryor. I I. When they drafted him, I was a little bit suspicious, but you know he he's really been huge this game. Did you ever see that one hand interception he had in college? Yes, and Louisville slugger, mm-hmm. you know, all the way on the sideline, he just snagged it. That, Kept his feet in. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and he uh, plays yeah, great man to man coverage. Oh yeah, actually, you ever? See, he's played against JJ Watt. Yeah, and it's very hard to stop JJ Watt. He swatted out of Watt. Mm-hmm. And that that was huge. All right. So that's my breakout player of the year. All right. So Hughes, did you find a free agent find of the year? Well, I was uh, next was my play of the year. All right. Like play, What's like, your play of the year? My play of the year was Decker's touchdown in uh, overtime against the Patriots. I know that you know, like, you know, we didn't go anywhere, but 
that touchdown meant a lot to Jets fans and, and it just showed that we were like a real team and it, it was a great day for Jets fans and really like it gave us a lot of hope and a lot of confidence. It, it sucks we couldn't, you know, do anything against the Bills, but, you know, that, that play was just outstanding. Like, I mean, I'm sure every Jets fan was pumped after that play and, you know, and also the Quincy and Nunor play right before that, that, that was another... That, mm-hmm. that was what I was debating about between that and his play because that's what set it all up. And Kembrell Tompkins in that Dallas game, I was also thinking mm-hmm. about that. All right. My my play of the year, my play of the year was, well, I, if we're going to talk about being clutch, I, the play of the year for me is Brandon Marshall's touchdown versus the Giants. Oh, yeah. There's 31 seconds left in the game, and he sent us back into overtime. He split the defenders, grabbed it with two hands, and he brought us into overtime that won us the game against our hometown rivals. And yeah, that, that was amazing. That was actually a defender right on his but, back, and he just but, went up there. But if you're going to talk about the best play of the year, my my this is really my best play of the year. Chris Ivory's touchdown against the Dolphins. Oh, my God. What a powerhouse. It was he broke four tackles. One of those broken tackles was four players trying to tackle him at the line of scrimmage. It was, it was and amazing. he ran for a 31 yard touchdown, which amazing. sealed the deal against the Dolphins. It just shows what kind of running back he is. Mm-hmm. He, he, he even said it himself if you let one guy bring you down, you're not trying hard enough. That, that's what he said. And, it know, just makes you wonder if we should resign him or not. Yeah, you know. Because he has the potential. Looking at that, like, when he's. When he's healthy, he's deadly. Mm-hmm. He's, and he can be one of the best like, backs in the league. And if he I'm, has good blocking. Mm-hmm. What I'm starting yeah. to question, though, is if maybe he was he got hurt in the Bills game. I'm not sure, though. I don't know why they didn't play him. No, he, he did not get hurt. I, there was no injury report on yeah, him. Yeah, I know. Match, but so. I just... All right. No idea. Okay, did you, that, that did was... you choose a worst play of the year? Yes, I did. and um, I'm gonna, That I'm... might have been... um. I, f- I forgot which it was either uh, it was either against the Bills or the Patriots. I'm sorry for forgetting this, but it's fine. My my play is Kellen Davis looking down. Oh, Bills, that was Bills. Uh-huh. First Bills game. game week ten. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I thought so. So um, that that play, man, that that was a touchdown, and that that would have won the game for us. But then you know, you, you got to turn around, and that's why Kellen Davis is just horrendous. I mean. I, I really did not like him this season, and uh, you know, Kel- that that play made me upset. And also, I know it wasn't his fault, but Tompkins dropped mm-hmm. that last play. Oh yeah, that, that was huge. Another one, another worst play. I, made all Jets fans upset. My worst play of the year, which I don't, which is a huge bad play. It was terrible. He, the person who even did it, he stayed. He said that that might have been the worst play in NFL history. Oh, and it was Brandon Marshall. Yes, against against the Eagles, Eagles, catches the pass in front of the first down and sees Jeff Cumberland, which we don't use our tight end, and tries flipping it to him, but it ends (laughs) up being a fumble, and which they recovered right before half, and we got shut out in the first half. I think. I actually think the the reason why I didn't think about that is because Brandon Marshall had such a good year Mm -hmm. that like all of his like good things that he did, like it just blocked out all yeah. like the bad things that uh-huh. happened to him, you know? Uh-huh. So I didn't really think about that. But yeah, that was that I was mean terrible. it just shows that like he's trying he like he 
he was trying to help us out. You know, he was trying to get like the best out of the play. He wanted, you know, he wanted to get more yards. He meant, yeah, he just wanted to. He was trying to help. That's all. All right, so I'm gonna do my free agent find of the year. All right, my free agent find of the year is Ryan Fitzpatrick. He was in trade. Well, whatever. He was not on our team. Just say that. Let's just say that. Because right. I have a trade that we found. All right. So, this is what he did this season for the Jets. He had his best career season by far. He completed 60% of his passes. Okay. He threw for 3,905 yards, which was a career high. He threw for 31 touchdowns, which was 14 more than he did last year. And it's also a career high. And he had an 88 passer rating. And he also broke Vinny Testaverde's touchdown record with 31, and it was 29. So you can tell that Ryan Fitzpatrick was a great, tri- like great find for the Jets, and he. Where would we be without him? Where would have we gone without him? With Geno yeah, Smith he, in there, he really let us. Did he? He was huge for us this season, and um, you know, without him, with Geno Smith under center, I don't think we would have gone anywhere. We're really lucky that we got a player like Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know. Alright, um, did you have a free agent find of the year? Yes, I actually did. And my free agent find of the year is Darrell Rivas. I know, mm-hmm. yeah, many people say he got, uh, you know, burned by Watkins and he got, you know, burned by Hopkins. And mm-hmm. yeah, but it's two games, alright? Two games that he, he had off days. And he, he's still Darrell Rivas. You'll get his stats he, five interceptions on the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot he didn't of have a lot of recoveries. He had a lot of tons of. He was in every play. I mean, he most plays that led to turnovers. He was he was a part of it. And that Bills game, he fumble. recovered a fumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And uh, against the Colts, I think he had two. Mm-hmm. And against he had a huge game against the Colts. Oh, yes. And um, he didn't have a lot of tackles because you know quarterbacks yeah, don't really yeah. throw yeah. to him that much. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, he he was. He was huge for us, and that was one of the positions of need during the offseason. Cornerback, we, we didn't have a strong secondary at all, and he really just bought it together, bought it all together. So, yeah. All right. So I'm going to um, do – you want to do your most improved on the Jets roster? Oh, well, I had trade of the year, but I'll do that. All right. You could do trade of the year. What was yours? All right. Trade of the year, obviously, it's Brandon Marshall again. I mean, we trade the guy for, what, a fifth-round pick, yes. sixth-round, mm-hmm. something like that. And you know what? That 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 was just careless by the Bears. Like, honestly, yeah, I know, like, it was because of, like, behavior issues, but seriously. He matured like, a lot. Look, yeah, he has, like, a whole entire, like, you know. Organization. What's it, yeah, like, like, that, like, helps people. And like he's really changed, and he's you see him in the game, he doesn't get frustrated like he did like you see him, like you see in him, Miami. If you see him, he's just laughing the whole game. It's like, yeah, I know, and he he's really having fun with Fitzpatrick and Decker and all of his buddies on the field, and you know, he for a fifth round pick, that's that's probably the steal of the year. It's probably the trade of the year for us. I mean, in the NFL, like seriously. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna do the most improved player who was on our roster last year. I have two because I really couldn't decide. But my first was Eric Decker. Oh yeah. With Ryan Fitzpatrick coming in, he had 80 receptions this season compared to 74 last year, which six reception does not seem like a lot, but it influences the game. And then 
he got 1,027 yards compared to 962 last year, which is almost 100 more than he did last year. He was a he was a game changer this year. With he took away pressure, he took pr- pressure off of Brandon Marshall, and he scored a lot of touchdowns. He got seven more touchdowns than he did last year. Mm-hmm. He had 12 touchdowns this year. He was a huge red zone threat. Huge. And, and my uh, yep. Yeah, go keep going, keep going. My second most improved player, he was on the roster last year also, is Calvin Pryor. Mm-hmm. He came off his worst season by far as like a football player. Everybody thought he was going to be a bust, but he turned out to be an amazing player. He had 69 total tackles, whether it be assisted or combined this season, and he had two interceptions, which were combined returns for 47 yards. Mm-hmm. He had big hits, and he was, he was a, the vocal really point of our explosive. defense. Mm-hmm. He was an explosive mm-hmm. player. And my, I have two of the same as you. I actually put three down because I couldn't really decide. I also had Calvin Pryor, Eric Decker, Bwapa. I really want to look at Eric Decker, though. Like Last year, mm-hmm. he was forced into that number one spot. You could tell he's not he, a number one. He's not a receiver. number one. He's, 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 a, high, not, he's he, a high wide receiver, too. He, yes, and he is, and th- that number one was really hard for him to play. You know, he's he's he didn't make any plays. He's not he he's not a number plays. one at all. Mm-hmm. And it just really showed last year. But then he came this year. He had Brandon Marshall at number number one. He slid down to number two, and he was even better at number two, way better. And mm-hmm. yeah, and he performed like he did in Denver, like even better actually, because you know Denver had a lot of weapons. All right, so let's move on. We'll do this is what we'll do. We'll do rookie of the year, then we'll move on to offensive player of the year and defensive player of the year. And right. you're gonna be shocked. A lot of people are gonna be shocked by my choice of rookie rookie of the year, and it's not it's not Leonard Williams. I know who it is. Can I guess? Yes, Lorenzo Malden. Yes, that is my rookie of the year. He had 17 combined tackles, and he had four sacks. One more than one more sack than Leonard Williams. He was our third round pick, and he was a huge player. He had that big scare in, I think it was the first game of the season. He got stretchered off, and he ended up being a huge playmaker on the defense. And, um, what was I going to say? That's it. That's my rookie of the year. Well, I was actually debating between him and um, Leonard Williams, but, you know, I, I had to choose Leonard Williams only because, you know, you're, you're saying, like, sacks and stuff, but you, you don't realize that Lorenzo Malden plays outside linebacker, and outside linebackers mm-hmm. are, you know, pass True. rushers. And Leonard Williams is a defensive tackle. His main job is to stuff the run, the and runners. he did that. He did that. He also did. He did. He, he played amazing at stopping the run. And also, he had three sacks, too, but that's not really his role. Like, defensive end and outside linebacker are really the roles of, you know, going after the quarterback. Defensive tackle, yeah, they they go after the quarterback, too, but mostly they're run stoppers, and, you know, that's mm-hmm. what he did. He had 63 tackles, three sacks, and um, tw- uh, a big amount of tackles. Yeah, that is. That's a chunk for a defense tackle, and... um. Yeah, so that's basically it. All right, so who was your defensive player of the year? Defensive player? 
Let me guess. Let me guess. Yep, that's what I was going to guess. I already said it. Sorry. Um, uh, well, this one was pretty obvious. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at Mahalo Wilkerson. He, in 2000, what? I think it was like 12, maybe? Yeah, he had 13. Sorry, 13. He had an amazing year. He yeah. also had like 10 sacks that year. But this year, he was just on fire in all spots of the field, you know? Yeah. Fumble recoveries, forced fumbles, sacks, QB hits, QB hurries, sacks, tackles. He was he was just doing everything, and um, he got there every time on Tom Brady. Yeah, I know. He, he was fighting for him, and if you look at his stats, his his stats this year were just superb. Like honestly, he he was just amazing this year. And you, you look at it. Um, what's it called? No, let me just see this. Hold on a sec. Well, I totally agree with you on defensive yeah, player of the year. I chose him. I chose him also. This year he had twelve and a half. Wait, sacks. wait, wait! I was gonna say that. Okay, you could say the rest. Okay, so yeah, he also had a he. he you could see he's big at tackling. He had sixty-four combined tackles, mm-hmm. seven passes defended, which is huge. I mean, that what? two two forced fumbles, twelve sacks, obviously, and um. No safeties this season, but you know that that that's not an issue. Yeah, whatever. it's not a big problem. Yeah, and um, so yeah, huge year for him. Go ahead. All right, so I'm just gonna say my offensive player of the year. It's mm-hmm. Brandon Marshall. Yeah, same. He had a, he had a great season in there. I'm not gonna go into too much depth about him, but he broke a lot of Jets records this season and a lot of career records. So he's that's why he's my Jets. Offensive player of the year. And, yeah, he's mine, too. I mean, it's not it, – it wasn't really a hard decision at all. I mean, we, we went over this already, like, mm-hmm. three times. He's he's made, like, my Jets awards, like, already, like, three times so far. So, you know, again, he's he was just huge for us. And um, I, think, I think that's it. I just want to say one more thing. Mm-hmm. I – we didn't have to do this. I just decided to do this on a potential comeback player of the year. Potential mm-hmm. because we don't really use the tight end position a lot, but I have Jason Morrow in there. Well, he didn't come back. Not yet. I'm saying potential comeback player. Oh yes, yes, and that's why like many people are saying we should sign a tight end to forget about him. You know, he he was prospect out of college, second round pick by us in 2013. And mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, like I don't really want that to go to waste. He was a, he's a really talented player, and uh, I hope he comes back strong next year and he's in this offense because, you know, we don't really use a tight end, but still, could be, could be huge. And uh, so, uh, what's next, I think? All right, you want to go, we'll do this. We'll go over Schedule. The two, yeah, the Jets' opponents next year, home and away, and we'll say who we'll think will win. We'll both do it, and we'll see what our record is. All right. Um, so, first, I think we should go over, like, the division games first. All right. So, like, out of the two games of Buffalo, who do you think – how many games do you think we will win? Well, actually, wait. Hold on. Hold on a second. Because uh, do you think we should do it, like, with the roster we have right right now or, like, because, like, you never know what could happen next year. We can have... Yeah, just go with the roster we have right now. And- All right, so with the roster we have right now, out of the two games of Buffalo, 
How many do you think we'll win? I say home, we'll win. I say our fans will be riled up that we're, that we're playing back and you beat us twice last year and knock us out of the playoffs. I think the players will be pumped up and they will be hyped. I think we'll win away also because we just lost right. there. Players are going to be playing out of their minds and going insanely hard. That's what I think. Well, so that's 2 and us. Um, it's 2 and us so far. For me, um, yeah, I think they're going to win at home, definitely. MetLife's got to be loud during that game, and we can't let Rex, we can't let Rex, Rex we can't keep let, beating us yeah, like this. We can't let him win. And, but away, I think I think he'll come away with the away game, if, with the team we have right now. I think that if if we like get it like you know a good pass rusher and uh, maybe even a better quarterback like uh, someone like I'm not saying Ryan Fitzpatrick is bad or anything but like if someone else is under center for the away game against Buffalo then I think we we have a shot but you know I don't think we do. All right, so now let's move on to the two games in Miami. One, let's. Or I think we'll easily win both. I mean, not yeah. easily. I think, I think away will be, I think away will be, the decent game, because now with the new renovations to the stadium, fans are going to be hyped up to go there. Fans are going to be hyped up now that they have a new coach. Um, I think Tannehill is going to have a good season next year, but I think the Jets will come away with both, because of Tabo's is monster defense. Yeah, I I think that we'll come away with both too, because, you know. With the, they just had a disaster of a season. And mm-hmm. You could they added to their roster. They added a lot of like yes. guys, mm-hmm. and they they just didn't contribute during the season. So yeah, I, I think that we'll come away with both wins, and it it won't be easy. But I think that we can pull it off with the team, even with the team we have right now. All right, me too. So now New England, home and away. Home and away, and I think. Uh, if New England is healthy next season, I think we'll win one, lose one next next year. I think when we go to New England in Gillette Stadium, they're gonna. I think they're gonna win by a touchdown. I think Gronk is very hard to cover. It's very hard to cover him, and I think Edelman, with him there, he'll be a good target. So I think we'll win against. We'll win home, and we'll lose away. All right. So so far. You're you're going with five and one. Yes. All right, and I have them going. I think, yeah, I didn't say. Wait. Oh, um, yeah, I have them going since I, I'm four saying that we're gonna win. We're gonna win at home, and we're gonna lose away. So you're four and two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So far, we're four and two because you know, Gillette's not easy to play. Yes, with Bill Belichick there and Tom Brady. It's not, it's not. Those not. fans, mm-hmm. they don't like the Jets. and mm-hmm. uh, It's not going to be easy, especially if they have a better team than they already do this year. So Yeah. All, all right. right, so next so now game. Let's, let's just move on to all the home games now. All right, I'll do this one. All right. Well, you, you'll do the so, home games first. You'll start with the home games, and I'll reply saying who I think will win. I'll do the away games, and you'll reply. All right, so um, first is Baltimore. I think that we'll win this game even if, Joe Flacco's back, Steve Smith's back, and uh, Justin Forsett. Yeah, Forsett's back. I, I think we'll we'll still come away with a win, even though like they beat the Steelers and all that. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like the Ravens. You know, it, it it won't be it won't be one of those blowout games, but I think we'll pull away with the win in the end. Yeah, their defense uh, isn't that too good, and our offense looked pretty good this year. So I think if we get yeah, some good did. free agent signings, we will beat them. 
Even with our yeah. team now, too. And um, so what do you think? I think we'll win yeah. against Baltimore. Also, we're home, so, you know, mm-hmm. that's another thing. And, uh, all right, so next game. So, so far, I have them going 5-2, and two, I think. Yeah. Next I game, Cincinnati. Cincinnati, you know, the situation with them, they always lose in the playoffs. But whatever, this isn't the playoffs. This is the regular season. And Cincinnati has a really good team. And uh, the reason why I feel like they lost in the playoffs, didn't have Andy Dalton. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, you got to give them you mm-hmm. got to give them some of that. I mean, Andy Dalton just played monster football he had, he had this season. One of the best, he had probably the best season in his career. And then yeah. I feel bad for him. He's out for the playoffs. No, they, they are, they're already out for the playoffs. Yeah, no, they, I, they I feel bad for him. He's out. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I think I think that'll be lost though, because just because of their weapons, their defense was pretty insane. Same here. I say a loss also. So I'm going six and two with the Jets, and I think lost in Cincinnati because they have they had one of the top scoring offenses and they had the top scoring defense this season, and they have a great. It's like us. We have a good offense, good defense, but I think they have a better offense, and they have a really good defense also. So I think they'll come away with it. Who Cincinnati? Cincinnati, yeah. Yep, Cincinnati. So, 6-2 right. right now. Let me see what I am. Let me just see this. All right, so I am 3-1, uh, 4-2, 5-2. I am 5-3. So, I have the Jets going 5-3 and three so far. And um, next game, St. Louis. I think this will be an easy one. I mean, they don't really they, – they, their quarterback situation is a disaster. I mean, they're, like, switching off and – Case Keenum is their quarterback, and I don't think that he can mm-hmm. do anything on our secondary, even though, you know, TJ Yates did it. But still, I don't think it'll work All right. next season. That, uh, what do you think? Against St. Louis, I say we'll get the win. Yeah. All right, so, so now we're going, to, going to Seattle. Seattle. So right now so, we're so seven, far, I'm 7-2. Seven You're 6-3. Six 6-3. Six Seattle, we're going to lose. That game, I think. I feel like we're going to lose that game. And even though we're home, Seattle, their defense is dominant. Mm-hmm. You see what they did to Arizona. And Arizona is just... It was an amazing team. Amazing team. And they just completely blew them out. And, uh, you know, Seattle's got a lot of weapons. I think we're going to lose that game. So we're going to be uh, six and, what, four? Yep. And six I and say we'll win this game. Even wow. with their offense, I think we're going to be... I think we'll come out with a win somehow. I'm not sure how, but I really think we will. But I think uh, we'll go into that after. But so right now, um, um, seven and two. No, no, so I'm uh, six, eight and two. You're seven and three. Six you're, and four. You're six and four. All right. So All we're right. going to Indianapolis. Indianapolis. I mean, they have a lot of confidence going into next season. I know they just re-signed Chuck Pagano, and they're keeping their GM, and they're really trusting their GM and making all the right decisions. And also, Andrew Luck will be back, uh, mm-hmm. but I still think that I still think that we'll be able to win yeah, this game. So do I. And uh, yeah, so we'll be um, seven and four and so I'll far. Be, I'll be nine and two. All, All right. right. So now I'm gonna go into Buffalo, and uh, not Buffalo. I'm gonna go away to the away games. Yeah, Cleveland. So Cleveland. Easy win. Easy win. Easy win. Play the first game of the season this year. I think we'll come away with the win against Cleveland because I don't think they're a talented team. I think. Will our defense will just demolish them? What do you think? I think that yeah, we're Cleveland is just a terrible team, and they're getting rid of Johnny Manziel. I heard that mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. This, like today, and um, you know they're just not a good football team. I think we'll win that game. 
And uh, yeah, so so far, I'm ten and two, uh, and I am eight and four. Four. All right. So now yeah. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is awesome. I think we're gonna go and beat Pittsburgh. They took our spot in the playoffs, and we're gonna be pissed. So I think the Jets are gonna go in and fight their asses off, even though it's away. It's gonna be a cold game, but we're gonna go and win this game. So I'm I'm have I have us at twelve and two. And I have us winning this game no, I, too. Yeah, I was at it's Pittsburgh. Eleven and two. You was winning or losing? Winning. All right. Because you know, like you said, we're we're gonna want to beat this team. We're gonna have as much confidence as the Bills had, and they had tons of confidence going into this previous game. And um, what, what's it called? Um, what's what's my record now? Um, You're nine. And four. I think it's like I'm nine and four. Okay. All right. So now Arizona and. This is a loss because we're going away against them, which is makes it even harder. And then they're just a talented football team everywhere. Running back, they have three running backs now. David Johnson is lighting up. They have Carson Palmer at QB. They have wide receiver weapons. They have speed. They have t- they ta- they have all the talent in the world. And their defense is unstoppable. Patrick Peterson and Tyron Matthew. So I think that's a loss. All right, and so wait, that's hold on, eleven and what, three. What was my record again? Um, nine, nine and four. Nine, nine four. Okay. So yeah, again, it's a loss. I mean, Arizona is just an amazing football team, and and this is what the team we have like right now. And um, yeah, with the team they have, I, I don't think we're gonna fall away with the win. I don't think we. Even, I, I think we're gonna, it's not even gonna. Close. I think we're just gonna. All right. You know. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm eleven bad. and three in San Francisco away. I don't think they have talent at all. I mean, they do. They have potential, but I think they're gonna have. It's gonna take them a couple years to rebuild. They're gonna. I think they're gonna find a new head coach soon, maybe Chip Kelly, and I think we're just gonna come away with the win because we have more talent. And I think so too. You know, so um, I think that we're we're, we're gonna win this game, and um, that that will bring us to uh, ten and um, ten and what's it called? I think ten and five. Ten and five. Yes. So and, I'm twelve um, yeah. and three. So, yeah, it's really a good team at all, I mean. All right, so now let's go on to Kansas City. And I think we're going to win this game away. Even though they're on an 11-game winning streak right now, which demolished the Texans in the playoffs, they came off. They started off well with the kick return. But I think we're going to win this game. Because I think ever since they lost Jamal Charles, they found a balance to their offense. They found that Alex Smith can handle the offense, and they found a good balance running game. But I think now Jamal Charles is going to come back. I think they're going to have a hard time finding a balanced offense, and I think we're just going to come away with the win. Mm-hmm. And um, well, I you brought up some good points, and um, I don't think we're going to win this game. Kansas City has been just on fire, and again, team we have right now, team they have, you know, they they've been on a hot streak, and I don't think anybody can stop them. Unless, you know, they face, like, a really good team in the long run. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that brings us to 10-6 and six for me. And also, I was going to say Pittsburgh. Um, that that might be a loss, too. So, if so, then it's 9-7. and seven. All right. But it may be 10-6, and 9-7 with the team we you have never now. Know. This, you, you never this know. This is a tough schedule. Tough schedule, yeah. So, um, so we're, gonna, we're coming to a conclusion to this podcast. So, throughout this podcast, we discussed... Multiple things we discussed. Um, we went over the 2016 schedule for the Jets. We discussed what we think the Jets would come out to 
for the records, I thought we, they were going to be 13 and 3, and Joe thinks they're going to end up 10 and 6 or 9 and 7. We also discussed, we also gave out awards to all the Jets players. We gave out multiple awards and we discussed highlights throughout this video. And this is episode three of the podcast. Don't forget to go watch it on iTunes, subscribe there, watch it on SoundCloud, listen on SoundCloud, and follow me there. Follow Joe on Instagram at Bleed Gang Green. Follow me on Instagram at New York Jets at New York Jets Club. So there you go. There you go, gang. This is Ball Talk Podcast, and I'll see you later. See you, Joe. See you.